All right. Shalom, shalom. We are excited and we are back. I'm Dr. Renee, the assistant pastor of Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. For those of you who are joining for the first time, we are asking that you would like, subscribe, and share so others can be blessed as well. And then for those who are back, we want to say thank you so much for praying for us. You can drop whatever comment that you have in the chat and we'll try to address it as we are going on. So without further ado, Dr. Larry, back to you. All right, we say shalom, shalom, shalom. And, uh, and we are yet celebrating. I appreciate the celebration time we had away, me and my wife uh, celebrating our, uh, covenants, uh, marriage covenant celebration. And uh, while I was there, um, I had my shalom y'all shirt on and then I had my hat my, with my hang loose sign on it, you know, and a, a lady said, we don't know whether you from Hawaii or Kentucky. I said, I said both, you know, so uh, people pay attention. And they be saying, oh, I like that. All different races. I like that. I like that. I like that. You know, so people getting educated, they coming on around and that's a great thing. But we have to be bold enough to stand, make us stand in everything we do, every opportunity we get. Now, we are believing the Father for his word to have three cores. Uh, I'm, I'm covenanted with the Holy Spirit to minister with the ability that he have given me, not to fall short or go beyond it, that he may, may be glorified in all things. And I'm believing that the Lord himself would confirm his word with mighty supernatural signs following this teaching. And uh, as Dr. Nea said, make sure you hit the like button, like, 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 uh, share our teaching. We have uh, content that contain the true message of the kingdom, the king and his dominion, which uh, is also carries with it his government. And government always have laws, principles, precepts, system you know, uh, rules by which that government functioned. Now, the government of the kingdom of heaven was designed to govern mankind in the earth. So all of us need to learn our government policies so that we can receive what? The benefits. See, citizens have rights and citizens who know their rights receive their benefits. Now, if you are a citizen, I definitely want to uh, encourage you with this particular word that the Father have given us to minister to his people everywhere, and that is defending the faith. Now, you go back and listen to the other uh, parts of this particular series that we are teaching, and you will get our, our, our backdrop and the, and the foundation from which we spring it off of is in the book of you, where he was going to write concerning the common salvation or concerning the things that are common to all believers, which is righteousness and holiness. But then he said, it was necessary for me to write to you and encourage you to defend the faith. And I'm gonna tell you, we need to defend the faith at all costs. Now, when we say that, we're not talking about no type of religion. We're talking about the precepts, the principles, the laws, the rules, the system by which the kingdom function and that which govern our lives. We're in a culture of straight up rebellion. We're in a world that's full of religion, that's full of humanism, that's full of lawlessness and iniquity. And the scripture says in Matthew 24, AKA Matthew, that because iniquity and lawlessness is abounding, then the love of many is waxing cold. Many 
are shying away from revealing the true heart of the Father, the true will and purpose of the Father. Many are turning away. Uh, many are sticking their head in the sand like an ostrich and letting stuff evolve around them that's very evil and demonic. Many are not speaking out against unrighteousness. Many are integrating their lifestyle into the humanistic, sexual, seductive culture that we are living in. You see many pastors' wives, you know, on social media, you know, in bikinis, showing their breasts, showing jelly, showing cellulose. Say you like like it's something you should be happy about. Pastors right there with them celebrating it as it's some great thing. And the scripture strictly warn us against such things and such practices that even some heathens do, don't do. You got these entertainers, these rappers out here uh, calling uh, women female uh, dogs and all kind of names and stuff like that, and and talking about gang banging and sending their kids to private schools. This, this society, this culture is full of hypocrisy. We got to stand against this stuff. It's time out for uh, saints seeking what's trending. It's time out for saints uh, doing what sinners do. When a saint do what a sinner does, the sinner gets what the sinner get. You don't want to receive the reward of the wicked, but we got to make a stand for what you believe. All right, so we're going to go to note five. Uh, that's where we left off at, and we're going to pick up. We have three points, four points there on note five and making a stand for the kingdom. And we're going to pick up on, um, well, we talked about point number one was fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> Use your faith to overcome rebellion. We talked about that. And uh, upon that, we went into this, this wording of this, I don't know what you want to call it, thing out here about spiritual warfare. And we pointed out and made great examples on how that citizens of the kingdom were never commissioned to fight against demons. We were told to fight the good fight of faith, period. Fight the good fight of faith. Now, remember this, that the fight of faith is taking place in the mind. The battleground of our faith is in our minds. You know, so you don't want no war in your mind. That's where every that's where we either win or we lose in our mind. What our philosophy, how we think. The scriptures say, as a person think, that's the way that they in the heart, excuse me, as a person think in their heart, in a belief system, that's how they're going to act. That's where the victory is won. So if you find yourself, I find myself uh continuing to repeat a rebellious act in my life is because of my thoughts. That has actually gotten my belief system and I'm convicted of that. And I program my being, spirit, soul, and body to carry out those acts. So you want to put your acts in check, first put your thoughts in check. You want to put your thoughts in check, go to the source of the thought. The source of the thought is more important than the thought itself. You can have an evil source that's talking a good thought. And it's bad. You can't accept that. And many have fallen into these particular areas of error. Remember, it was Satan, Satan, Halilah, Lucifer, who appeared, who appeared and presented himself as a messenger of light. What is light? Knowledge of the kingdom. It wasn't a snake. I'm not going to even get in that. He presented himself as a messenger 
of the kingdom with light. And he was just as evil as they can get. But he came with a hypocritical message that appeared to be good. That's why the scripture said, the father said, listen, Adam, Mat and Masa Isa Negad, there is a being here who possess knowledge of what? Good and evil. Don't listen to anything this being have to say. And they listen. So it's time out for saints accepting messages from sinners, entertainers, athletes, rappers, strippers, uh, male prostitutes, male strippers. People, pastors invite these people to their, their congregations to speak to them. They go to their conferences. They let them lay hands. And remember, uh, Bishop Jake had Tyler Perry lay hands on him in front of everybody. Stuff like this is happening all the time, you know, and the ignorant and unlearned and those who believe system has been inundated and influenced and poisoned by this humanistic, realistic, religious culture are falling for it. But we here to sound the alarm and spare not. It's time to make a stand for the kingdom. Now, I want that note pulled up about ministry tech and go ahead and pull up that note. Uh, I was on note five, make a stand for the kingdom. And that's where we left off at fighting the good fight of faith. We went to Aleph, Timotheus 6 and 12. We went to Yahashua 1 and 9. And point number two, call out the unholy from the holy. Call it out. The unholy from the holy. You know, I have uh, social media pages, you know, stuff like that. I don't spend a lot of time on them. Because if I did, uh, I probably, my followers may go to zero. I got, you know, friends cut me off because I address it. When I see something unholy, I address it. I mean, who better to address unholiness than people who are holy? Who are the holy people? Who are the holy nation? Let's look at uh, Kepha. What is it? Uh, uh, be it Kepha one and is it? Let's go there. AKA First Peter is what it's called. I think it's two. Let's go there. I'm getting down here. We say you're a chosen generation and nine. This I left K for two and nine. Uh, slip on down to nine, and we may do that in the New King James Version versus the uh, NIV. Let's let's look at this right here. Let's see what the words say. You know, don't don't blame me on nothing. Holiness is still right, and without holiness, no person will see Elohim. No person will see the Lord. So that you can't be singing in a nightclub, swinging around a pole, and then turn right around and say the Lord spoke to you, and you get a prophecy. No, 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 no. It's time out for that. Uh, let's slip that on down. If you can't get the verse, at least go down to, to the verse and, and we good. Just slip on up to uh, verse nine. All right, here we go. But you are a chosen people. Now, the New King James say generation. I like generation better. You know, both of them have they, these translations, have their issues. Uh, he wouldn't talk, he said a chosen generation. What I like about generation, because you have nation that have, be, that have been regimed. And went on to say a royal priesthood. Now, we are studying. You can ask questions during the study session to make sure you get a clear understanding. 
Now watch this, a holy nation, Elohim special possession that you may declare the praises of him who call you out of ignorance of the knowledge of the kingdom. That's what darkness is. Into his wonderful light. What is this wonderful light? Knowledge of his dominion, his government, his laws, his precepts, his principles. Once you are not a people, let me see what, uh, uh, yeah, a people uh, or a nation, but now you are the people of Elohim. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Okay, you can take it down. So the scripture says that we are what? A holy nation if you've been born again. And I put a post up that Israel is a nation and not a land. Because everything, even what's going on now, is centered around a geographical location and not centered around the nation. For the most part, the nation don't even inhabit the land right now. Most of the nation of Israel is in South America and North America. Put there through transatlantic slave trade, deported out of Africa. Religious persecution, refusing to submit to any other religion, including Christianity. And thereby persecuted, sold into slavery or kidnapped. We need to get some real history. So. Uh, what we see in now is just wars and rumors of wars. When the real Israel, the original Hebrews, begin to return and begin to get permission to come back into their own land, you're going to see a mighty move of Elohim. But right now, it's not there. Okay, so I was talking about holiness. Now, let's go back to our, our point. Uh, look at Yeshua, y'all, 5 and 20, while you're there. Call out unholy from holy. So we call out things not only by word, but primarily by deed. Look at Yeshua, y'all, 5 and 20, a.k.a. Isaiah, a.k.a. Yeshua, Yeshua, Yahashia, Yahaya. I'm going to get it right in a minute. Uh, uh, 5 and 20. We're going to pull it up next. But it's not just word and deed, but it's through acts. I'm going to come back to acts. I'm at, don't let me forget to come back to this action in acts. Now, someone read this for us, uh, begin at verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Mm -hmm. Continue to read. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes of drinking wine and champions of mixing drinks, who acquit the guilty for a bribe, but deny justice to the innocent. Okay, that's good. There's a lot of stuff in here. You can go read it for yourself. But notice he said, who call evil good and good evil. We know who is the source of that thought. We know the father of that, th of that thought. The one who possessed knowledge of good and evil, who rebelled against the government of the kingdom of heaven in heaven. That's a doctrine of a demonic doctrine. Well, you know, the Lord of blessed mess. I used to hear Rod Parsley say that. I'm going to start calling names too. Joel Osteen. Well, you know, I don't talk about sin, you know, because we all need hope. That's false prophecy, false teaching. And look at the thousands of people that's following that. 
the culture is conducive for false pastors and teachers to thrive. I mean to flat thrive. The culture is primed for it and it's getting better and better. That's why you can have someone stripping in a pool on Saturday night and prophesying in the pool pit on Sunday morning. And it's acceptable, it's accepted. Am I right about it? <laughs> All right. So call out unholy from holy. Another word from, for holy is pure. It's special. It's the Hebrew word kadosh. Within that word, uh, there's a root word for thresh. So holiness is what come from the threshing. What come from the threshing? The threshing took place on the threshing floor. What was the threshing floor? That's where the harvest was brought in. And it was beat until the harsh covering would loosen the valuable wheat kernel that it contained. The wheat was thrown in the air after it was beat and the wind blew the, the, cha the chaff away. It blew the outer covering. That hard shell had no, no weight to it. The real weight was on the inside. It broke that hard covering off. It and, and that threshing broke it off and the wind blew it away. And then the valuable substance on the inside is what, what was stored, is, is what was valuable. And, and the scripture tells us, talks about that in Matthew, about the Holy Spirit. We're baptized with fire and his threshing tool instrument is in his own hand. You understand? So all that, that flaky stuff that don't have any substance has, once it's broken, break up your fallow ground. Change the way you're do, doing things because it's time to seek the Lord. That's what Hosea talks about. It's, what time is it? It's time to seek the Lord. But first, the fallow ground got to be broken up. Circumcision have to be have to take place. Cutting away of the flesh, breaking away of that hardness, that hard heart, that rebellious nature. It's time to seek him until he do what? Come and rain righteousness upon us. And so you have. If you if you calling out holiness by the way I act, by the way I talk, let me tell you something. It's actually, it's better for saints to even go back and dressing like the holiness saints used to dress, the women and the men. They wear long dresses, not tight, cutting all around the butt and the split and stuff. I mean, wear some makeup is, is needed in some cases, you know, nothing wrong with it. But you knew that, that woman was different and you knew she was a part of the holiness, right? And you know he was part of the holiness by the way he acted and conducted himself and respectful and things like that. Because the way things are, it's just buck naked out here. Buck, buck, buck naked. The more buck naked you are, the more popular you are. I was just sharing earlier how you got pastors' wives on social media showing all their breasts in lace undergarments on, on, on social media, laughing about it, flashing they, they signs and stuff and all this stuff. It is a total mess. The problem is these people say they're going to heaven. And who is telling them by precept and example, that's not the way it is. 
got to call it out through the way we act, the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. There always had to be something. You ain't not talking about looking like old mean, old mean bulldog. And a self-righteous attitude. I know people like that. They just so holy. Don't look at you, cut the old mean eyes. I'm looking at what? You don't even know. You really, you really just don't know. All right, let's go to let's go to uh, point number three. Let's go back to our notes. Let's go back to our notes. And I ain't talking about throwing no cloth on. Uh, later, half naked when he when they walk in your congregation or uh, uh, moving from a guy because he smelled like dope and all that kind of stuff. If you do that, you might as well go and ask the Lord to take you away or just just go leave the earth, go to heaven because you ain't gonna be no good here. All right, now point number three. Call out. Do what? Someone read that for me, please. And then we'll go to the scriptures. Call out the difference between clean and the unclean. There's a difference between a male and a female. Women have different lips than a man does. Women have different sexual apparatuses on their body than a man does. It's purpose for a man to be with a woman. There never was a purpose for a man to be laying up sexually with another man that's unclean, or a woman that's unclean, or a man with two women that's unclean, or a woman with two men that's unclean. We sat around, when I say we, I'm talking about the holy nation, and laugh and joke and make people feel so comfortable in their uncleanness. Because they said, Jesus, you are my Lord, and I believe uh, God raised you from the dead. Now I'm saved. I'm saved. And you got preachers. I was looking at some of our notes. I'm not calling this person's name out, you know, just be doing it. But I, uh, uh, Bishop Jake, I mentioned his name again. Not to tear him down, but at the same time, truth must be told. And some people are scared to call out these crooked preachers out here because of their money and their fame and what they got. But uh, I was looking at some notes. I mean, uh, I was te teaching on eschatology and where the proof was there was about his son was caught and, and, you know, committing some unclean, showing himself and stuff like that. And he was preaching against uh, homosexuality. Now he for it. Yes, yes, yes. You, the one, the one who you lose you. Yeah. You got to call out the difference between clean and unclean, that is unclean at the highest level in the sight of a holy Elohim, a, a holy creator, the holy sovereign ruler. Once he creates something and is tampered with, it's no longer clean. You remember over in uh, Malachi, he said he wanted holy seed or clean seed? Nothing tampered with. And y'all better watch this artificial intelligence stuff. The media is sending a message for all you moviegoers. You better watch what you hearing and seeing. Because you have been slowly seduced like they always have into worshiping out of AIs. Into marrying AIs. And see, this vibrator stuff and all this other stuff, these little sexual tools. That that was just the peeling away of what was to come. Now folk got whole robots looking like women. I don't need no woman. Okay, the women tell me they don't need a man. Now the men tell me I don't need no woman. I buy me a robot. 
And I, and she never talked back to me. Don't have to buy nothing. Now they can go make millions and millions and millions without having fooled some gold digger. So this thing is for real. We got to open my eyes up. Let's go to our scripture. Call out the difference between clean and unclean. Now, listen. This message is for citizens of the kingdom because you got people who say that they are part of the holy nation that are involved in these things. I mean, sinners know they're going to hell if they don't change. Now, look at this. Come on, let's read this. Uh, what is it? Uh, six, begin at 14 through 18. Uh, we're at Beyet uh, Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. AKA Second Corinthians. What pastor? Why you say AKA? Because that that's that that's what this place is called by colonizers. The original name is uh the original term is Bayet. Bayet is the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Come on with six and fourteen, please. Six and fourteen. Put that six and fourteen there, you'll be good to go. There you go. All right, come on, read them. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers or well, what what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness what harmony is there between messiah and belial or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever what agreement is there between the temple of Elohim and idols. For we are the we are for we are the temple of the of the living Elohim. Okay. And Elohim. Is that okay? All right, let me let me hit this right here. Now slip back up just a little bit. Call out the difference between clean and unclean. Yoke together mean to be in covenant or agree, agreement or soul ties see oxen you had teams of oxen you know what the oxen is it's a, it's a different type of cow that work it's a working cow not one that give you the milk for the cow baby and you know that you take and make cheese out of and all this dairy product that's just keeping mucus in your body and just actually giving you bad health basically that the food industry is constantly pushing down your system. Oxen, when they were yoked, they were yoked together and they would go in the same direction and bear the same load. You catching it? And when you want to control them, you control them by one yoke. So get it, get the, the principle uh, of the vein of theology called revelation accommodated. He was seeing in his mind, these oxen yoked together, teams of them. One rope, you got six of them, one rope going to control all of them. So when he said, don't be yoked together, let me pull this up so I can look at it myself. Let's uh, go back there, please. Let's go back to that uh, scripture with unbelievers now 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 he is talking to the congregation messianic scriptures were written to the holy nation not to the heathen nation 
the only message that all the scripture have for a person who is not born again is to change the way that you think, believe on, and receive Adonai Yeshua as being owner of everything. Believe what he did and what he went through to pay the eternal penalty of death that was on, on, on mankind and be born again and put back in your position of righteousness and have your dominion restored back. That's all the scripture have to say to person not born again. All of this is to people who are born again or who say they are. You got unbelieving saints. Those have been sanctified and still don't believe. Citizens of the kingdom and don't believe. He said, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Don't go the same direction. Don't allow the control that's on them to be on you. Don't allow the influence that's influencing them to also influence you. You can't be hooked up like that. Some people still celebrate Christmas and, and Easter and New Year's. All of these are Roman holidays. You're not even a citizen of Rome and yet still bound to Rome. No, someone asked a question. Why, why, when so and so, so and so, you pass away, you're not hooked up? Because we're going in different directions. That yoke is broke. Holy Spirit, I went this way. They still going that way. I can't, I, I can't do that. It's separate. When you decide to consecrate and sanctify yourself, you're not going to remain hooked to a person that's going in a different direction than what you go. Well, but that's my friend. Okay, then you and your friend, both y'all go ahead. Your friend is more important. See, we're defending the faith. We're not playing games here. We're defending the faith. Like coach, like <laughs> I caught what Torres said, put me in. <laughs> oh, shoot, next time Mary Navy teaching, I'm going to do that. Say, okay, coach, can I come in? <laughs> I'm ready to get in the game. I'm ready to roll. I feel it. Okay. Uh, with unbelievers. And then he said, what do righteousness and why, what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? You got people saved doing wicked stuff. Expose themselves to the world just to get young ladies to join a ministry to feel comfortable in their mess. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep talking about this. It's going to get over after a while. And other people talking about it, they won't let them on TV. And some of them don't have the technical skills to be on social media and teach that message. All right. Okay, and what fellowship can light? You got knowledge of the kingdom, but you running with somebody who is ignorant of the knowledge of the kingdom. And here's the thing, you're not trying to teach them nothing. Nothing, because that's your friend. You married them and knew they was ignorant of the knowledge of the kingdom. Now you're going the same way down the path of destruction. He said, don't do that. Check this out. And he said, what, what harmony is there between the anointing and the chief of demons. Uh, what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of Elohim and idols? Fan clubs. You can't be a fan and also be a worshiper of the Father. But we are the temple. You see, 
Now let's put that back up and continue. Read that. We are the temple. Now watch this right here. Put it back up. That, 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 that particular verse back up. Come on back with it. He went on to say, as Elohim has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be the sovereign ruler and source, and they will be my people. Therefore, moving on up, therefore, you still can be friends with them, and it's okay because they understand you when you talk. And it's all right because y'all come from the same country or the same island. And I'm going to say to all my island dwellers that you, I mean, you wrong putting your culture and your people above the saints. You're no better than nobody else in that facet. Once we are born again and sanctified, we're covered and washed, we're washing the same blood. I don't care where you from. There are no big, big, big guys and little youths. And come out from among, come out, come out come out and be separate sanctified holy says Jehovah. touch no unclean thing on the con here's a condition then i'll receive you and he's telling them you have some issues just like a father or mother is not receiving that cantankerous attitude from their children because of what they are doing the father saying i'm not even receiving you because you're unclean and you are have yourself hooked together with people who are unclean and you're not saying nothing they still live in the same lifestyle they haven't come into no knowledge since they've been in relationship with you it's impossible for light to go in a room of darkness and that room remain dark come on out of here somebody well you know i don't want to force it on ain't nobody tell you to force nothing he's telling you to come out. And then one scripture says he wasn't talking about from the people in the world, but the folk who say they saved. Read this, read the scriptures in there. The same emissary, Sheol, dealt with that also. All right, now he said, I will live and walk among they, I will be their sovereign ruling, they would be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says Jehovah. Touch no unclean thing, I'll receive you, and I will be a father to you. And you will be my sons and daughters, says Jehovah, uh, uh, Almighty El Gabor. You seeing this? Well, I just feel like I'm fatherless. Well, cut the soul tie, cut the relationship that you have with your church buddy who doing any, and they, matter of fact, they set the center down. And you hang with them. Well, at least they say, okay, I hear you. Okay, let's go to another verse. Okay, all right, let's look at uh, Aleph, Corinthians 6 and 9, aka 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. Let's go there. All right. All right, come on, Audrey. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim? Uh-oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I'm saved, I'm, I'm saved. What you talking about? I'm going to heaven, that's religion talking. Religion always focus on going to heaven. 
citizens always focus on their rights and their inheritance. I cannot receive an inheritance if my daddy didn't give it to me. Yeshua is, is our gateway to the kingdom. He is a door into the dominion of the king. You understand it, right? The benefits and rights is in the government of the kingdom for the citizens is will not and cannot be released to criminals. You cannot be a saint and a sinner. You cannot be a law-abiding citizen and a criminal, a lawbreaker at the same time. It does. It just don't work. We 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 got to defend this what we believe in. We we got to defend it, y'all. We just got to defend it. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters. Idolaters are worshiper of people, moons, and all of this stuff and covetousness. The scripture says idolater, which is covetousness. Uh, Sheo talks about that. Covetousness is wanting what don't belong to you. You see these rappers with all this rented gold on and rented cars and all this, and then you cover that. And you see Carter B, you know, with her butt hanging out and with her doing it, whatever person she wear, they give her just to market it for them and all this kind of stuff. And you got your broke self down there buying one with no insurance. But get you a, a Dooney Burke or whatever you call them. I don't even know the name of them. Just making that guy filthy rich for, for a name. It's not the quality, it's the name. Covetousness. Seeing something and want it and do anything to get it. Covetousness. Compromising just to get somebody to take you to lunch and buy your dinner because all your money is tied up in your car. No. Covetousness. Setting us something to the side just, just to buy them new rims on the car. Covetousness. You got, got to have it. Ooh, that's LeBron James tennis shoe. I got to have a tennis. Not one ain't got, excuse me, doesn't have a half of a cent in a stock nowhere. Nowhere. But I got to have them James, man. I got to have them MJ, them Aaron. I got to have them. Why you got to have it? That man filthy rich. And he don't care nothing about you covetousness this culture is based on covetousness are y'all hearing what i'm saying capitalism will slaughter anybody to get what it wants and become rich use and abuse whoever america our culture is based on capitalism y'all know what y'all know this you all know this well that's not fashionable who said it I mean, I, I just really want to know who who told you that. Well, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay, all right, make a stand. Let's go back to that scripture here. I think somebody really live a sanctified, holy life now. I think somebody getting the message. You can't compete with these people. They getting their money another way. Uh, nor adulterers, that's mean to be unfaithful. It's not just talking about marriage. It's just being, quit saying yes and you know you mean no. Quit saying no and you know you mean yes. Stop it. Just stop. 
an, a faithful man, the scriptures say faithful person will abound in blessings. An unfaithful person will abound in shortage. All right. Neither sexual, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men. Now, I didn't write this right here, but I certainly would have written it like this. Nor men who have sex with men. I don't know what part of that people don't understand. Were they consenting? Nor men. He's talking to a saint. I'm not talking to sinners out there. Y'all, y'all do, y'all doing everything. I ain't, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to folks saying he's saved, saying he's saints, saying he's citizens of the kingdom. But you having men having sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers. Always talking about somebody with your ugly self. Nor swindlers will inherit. Again, only sons can inherit. Illegitimate cannot inherit. Inherit the king and the dominion of Elohim. Now, and that is what some of you were. Some of what you Citizens of the holy nation, that's what you were. Stop doing what you were. Stop talking to somebody. Stop doing what you were. There are no exceptions to it. No exceptions to the rule. Well, I just want to have some fun, you know, and just run back to my old days, old stomping ground. You don't do that no more. Somehow to touch yourself and talk to yourself and say, self, I don't do that no more. My goodness. Come on up out of here. What are we at? First Corinthians 6. I left Corinthians 6. I got to pull it up too so I can refer back to, to it. Is that what we were? Let's go back there because we're going we're gonna to finish this right here. Let's see my time. Let's go back to our scripture, please. Yeah, I left Corinthians 6. Okay, he said, and that is what some of you were. Check, listen to me now. Listen to me real, real good. But you were past tense. Watch, he's talking to people in the present. Were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the authority of Yeshua the Messiah and by the spirit of Elohim. That's the Holy Ghost. Mm. I felt that one deep down in the inside. All right. Now, where's our next one at? Did we get out of it? We went through 18? All right, let's, let's continue. Uh, are y'all getting this? All right. Uh, come, on, come on, Aja, pick up on 12. I have the right to do anything you say. But not everything is beneficial. Oh, ho, 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 Cletus, up. Well, I can do what I want to do. You certainly can. Every time any of us make that statement, we're making that statement from a position of rebellion against the king. You said you gave your will up to do his will. You even prayed his will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Now, why are you being a hypocrite and saying you can do what you want to do? Let me take a drink. Maybe that'll settle me down. Come on, Reed. 
Come on, I read. Do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say food for the stomach and stomach for food, and Elohim will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for Yahweh. And Yahweh for the body. By his power, Elohim raised Yahweh from the dead. Yeshua. He, Yeshua, sorry, thank you. From the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Yeshua himself? Shall I then take the members of Yeshua and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with Yahweh is one with him in spirit. Flee sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Kadosh who is in you, whom you have received from Elohim? You are not your own. You were brought with the price, therefore honor Elohim in your bodies. Okay, now, bodybuilders and strain weighing people on the beach and in the pool and abortionists. Mm -hmm. If you are of the holy nation, you can't think like that. And you can't do that anymore because you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified. You used to do that. You, you don't do it. Stop doing it. That's what he's telling them. They were doing this stuff. And he's telling them, stop it. And he's telling them that that's the way you used to live. Don't do that no more. You're rebelling against your own body. That body belongs to the father. I heard uh, three words. Um, you know, I, I did say about the bodybuilding and stuff like that. And women exercising with no panties on, no undergarment. They don't even wear no string when they exercise. Now, you you in the gym. And then, listen, you used to be like that. You used to be one of Jezebel's daughters. You're no longer Jezebel's daughter. You're no longer a sexual a seductress. You're no longer uh, the, the whore of the town. You are no longer the train stop for everybody want to have sex all through the night. You used to do that. You're not doing that no more. Pay the cost. Pay what it take. Put you, I don't care how funny they look at you. Put you some clothes on. Cover your tail. You, if you got to wear tight pants, do like men and them used to do when they was uh, picking cotton. Put a dress on with it. Make people look at you funny. And when they look at your friends, it's right, holiness, sanctification. Nobody's seeing this but my husband. I'm not in the business, so why should I display? Do you know that there are men, young men in these gyms, they're just working on things and just staying away from all this stuff? It's offensive to them. And, and that could be your husband. My boys tell me all the time, Dad, we, we, what are we going to do? Because everyone we see, they're trying to show something. We don't want no woman like that. I said, she there, she is around, believe me. She's just not in those venues. Because rather than mix with it and, and have folk look at her crazy, she'll just turn the video on and do her stuff at home. You have plenty of holy women out here. They're just not in the, on public display. 
That's right. Men tell me that. Man, I want to talk to her. She got a stomach all out. Everybody done saw that. I don't want nothing everybody done saw. She do that, she doing other stuff. And they're right. Well, I'm a virgin. You a virgin lie. Your mind is defiled and full of trash. Virginity begins in the mind. The reason that act is there is because the mind is defiled. Okay, uh, let's let's uh, look at another one before we stop. Dr. Nery, uh, get my time for me, please. All right, now let's go to Aleph, Corinthians 5, 9 and 13. 5, 9 and 13. I'm talking to you all that are involved in these acts now. Stop it. Stop doing it. That's the way you used to be. You don't do that no more. Be holy. Be clean. Be sanctified. Be pure. Because y'all are pure. All right. Uh, who got that? Uh, don't, uh, what is it, 13? Where am I? Five and nine through 13. Let's go to, let's start at nine. Let's begin at nine. Oh, we ready. Yeah, we ready. All right, read. I wrote to you my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy. Did you, did, wait a minute. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He's talking to this congregation. The ministry congregation at Corinth, they had a lot of power gifts operating stuff like that, but they had a lot of sex problems. They had a they 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 thought sex was just part of the culture and you just do what you want to do. But he's telling he, he he you know he is okay, come on, come on. Or greedy and swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. But now I'm writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister. Let me make an adjustment. But is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or slanderer, a drunkard or swindler. Do not even eat with such people. What business is it of mine to judge those outside, the church or the congregation? Are you not to judge those inside? Wait a minute. Did you say, wait, wait, where did it come from? Wait a minute, where did it is? Where is it? I heard judge. Where's judge at? Right well, the Lord said judge and don't be judge. Did you actually form your lips to say, are you not to judge those inside the holy nation? Did you act, Audrey, did you say that? Yes, sir. You know you're in error. That's what the scripture says. Even in the movie, they say, don't judge me. Movie's wrong. The movie, even, hey, Denzel Washington said that. Denzel got to get caught and sit down somewhere while he's doing it. They, all, don't, Will Smith said it. Well, please. What's that lady name that played in the Woman King? That, 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 uh. Uh, Ballard Davis. What up, Davis? Davis said, don't judge me. That's all part of the world system. The scripture's telling us right here, he says, what business is of a man to judge though outside? 
the congregation. Are you not to judge those inside the holy nation of congregation? Elohim will judge those outside. Expel that wicked person from among. See, they didn't play. And people think, really think, really think. Oh, I wish I was back there back then. No, you don't. No, no. You get your feelings hurt now. Can't last six months on a solid teaching, get offended, and now you done faded off somewhere. Just because a, a person is on the screen don't mean they're here. I can prove it. Let me start asking some questions and see where the mirror's at. Where were we? Five and 10. Yeah, you know, so we, can, we got to learn the, the, all the scripture. We are supposed to repeat what the words say about uncleanness. Oh, don't judge me, Dumbo. The scriptures say that. When last time you read, read the word? You can't be reading to my don't judge me. And I'm telling, I'm quoting the scripture to you. Now, this is my friend. I don't want to offend him. All right. He told you not to be yoked. Now, now your friend came up with a couple of babies and she don't know who the dad is. is. You next. You go in the same direction. Now, your friend got a hold of something that pillar ceiling won't get rid of. And you next. You going in the same direction. Now, both of y'all going to be on the altar. Well, I, I didn't, you know, I just got, it was my friend and I just didn't want to, you know, offend and so on. So I just went there the one time. You know, just just keep our friends. What what you telling me for? Judgment already set. Y'all catching this? Lead it in context. I done studied it out. I got a teacher. I think they ran a, a what y'all call it throwback. I had a message. Here come the judge. <laughs> we was on channel five then, or channel fifty, or something like that. We were on national uh, TV. Here come the judge. And walk all up and down that don't judge me stuff. You better be calling out what's unholy and calling out what's unclean. You better uh, be dealing with the scripture on it and make sure it's not you. See, right behind that, Yeshua said, make sure that you are not involved in what you are correcting someone else on. When he talked about the, 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 the speck that was in their eye, you got Home Depot, Lowe's, 84 Lama, 94 Lama, and all the Lama yards in your eye. In other words, you got all this stuff you involved in trying to straighten somebody else out. That's what he was saying. He said, make sure you got your act together. And, and before you speak in that area, that that person, because you won't have no power. Your words won't carry no power. Is what he's trying to say. You clean, you living clean, you overcome that area. You better start uh, speaking up and saying something. You know, you've been celibate. You better say something to that person. Oh, Chad, well, you know what you did five years ago. We talking about right now. Don't no, don't even try that. Don't even you we talking about right now. What am I doing right now? You see, we, we just need some understanding. He said, make you get you get that done, then you speak to them. And many people go to say something hesitate because of the personal sin that's embedded there that people don't think nobody know about. People know more than what you think they know. Ain't no place to hide, cameras everywhere. <laughs> you can get out on a lake, nobody around, nowhere. You look, you don't see nobody. 
Next thing you know, on social media, there your picture. You got a binoculars looking at you, zooming in, filming, taking your picture. Ain't nowhere to hide. Put them dog glass on, easing that club. You people know you. They know you. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this one time, child. We're gonna go to Africa. I know they ain't come. Africans filming more than our, they shoot. They need YouTube and social media platform. They make their money that way. We're going to stop there. We got to defend this faith. Let me see where we are so I know where to come back to. That was that was just point number three. We still got calling out the difference between religion and the government of the kingdom of Elohim and never be afraid, a friend of the world systems. And, and, and we're going to talk about sleeping with the enemy. We'll get that next round, y'all, on this Wednesday night detoxing. I mean, Thursday night detox. Tell everybody we're doing a detox on Thursday nights. Spiritual, soulish detoxing. Everybody need to detox and reset, don't. Just like we reset the body. When you reset your body, and like you start over, and then the things you used to like, you won't even like, you won't have a taste for it, won't have a desire for it. And you start kicking yourself, or even putting it down your mouth from Jump Street, because you reset your body. That's called them detox. And then you can detox every night, just cleanse it out. Okay? Um, I had three things. Uh, was it milk? Three things. I know I'm supposed to say this now. What? Sugar. Milk. Sugar. I think it was alcohol. Milk. Because alcohol actually is sugar. It, 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 it comes from sugar. But those products are killing people. They're killing people. And if they slip some milk in something now, I'm the first to know it. I don't care if it's a little bit. I had um, tolerance, a low tolerance level to milk after I got out of the military. My body was changing in because I started eating different. I was eating bad still, but I started eating different because I heard some things about diet. diet. When I hear stuff, I change. And uh, you can have your body that when something comes in bad, it just really is a strong resistance to it. They trying to get that milk in there and that cheese in there, which carries some type of poison or drug is, is in it, is in it. And sugar is one of the main corporates that's causing cancer, uh, thyroids, uh, blood conditions. A lot of things going on people buy to do to those three right there. If you can just start off by eliminating those and then gradually go into a reset in your body. And when you, when you reset it, you stick with fear and not food. Fear and saints quit marketing trash and encouraging people to eat themselves to death. Stop that mess. You're not like that no more. Be a saint all the way around. We love you much.